Welcome to the Women Majoring in Marriage podcast with your host, Janice L. Vance. Girl, if you are a married woman that desires not just to have a surviving marriage, you know, the kind that's just on cruise control, but actually want a thriving marriage, you are in the right place. If you are engaged, this show can inspire you to prepare for your marriage before preparing for that expensive wedding day. Oh, and all my single ladies out there that are in their season of waiting on God to send your husband, we've got something for you as well. Girl, marriage is not hard, but it certainly is work. So relax, get your pen and paper, and let us major in marriage. Well, hello and hello and welcome to all my queens out there. We are now on episode number nine. Can you all believe that we're on episode number nine? I thank you all so much, as I say all the time, for rocking with me because I I notice that you all are watching my videos and want you to know that I appreciate you. I thank you for sharing them. I thank you for your response and letting me know how they have been a blessing to you as well as to me because I do these videos and I do pray and ask God to give me what to talk about and and I'm learning as well as you all. So it's not that I am doing this based on calling myself an expert because I am not. I am still, still learning. So episode number nine, very interesting topic, very interesting topic. And if you haven't been following me and keeping up with the episode, go back and listen to them so that they can be a blessing to you and share them with others. But on episode number nine, we're talking about how purity culture affected your sex life in marriage. How purity culture affected your sex life in marriage. And if I was going to use a subtopic, I would say how you was taught as a girl have affected your sex life in marriage. How many can say, honestly say that as a girl, we heard don't let no one touch your private part. All the boys want is your body. Girls, keep your dress down. Always act like a little girl. We always heard that. Very few girls was taught that sex is beautiful. God created sex for marriage. Save yourself for your husband. Sex is not a dirty word. Sex is to be celebrated and enjoyed. Very few heard that as growing up. Parents wasn't open and still not as open with their children uh, as for setting an example as to the purity of sex. So we're talking about the cultural that the way young ladies have been taught concerning sex. Now, as, as growing up and becoming teens and our bodies began to go through hormonal changes, we began to struggle with the temptation. I just want to celebrate the woman that saved herself until marriage. I do believe that God is a keeper. And actually, I have friends, more than one, I have friends 
that when they gave their life to the Lord, they were virgins. And they continue to be virgin and save themselves unto marriage, which I do think that that is a beautiful thing. They allow God to, to keep them. And there are sexual issues in marriage for the woman that saved herself and for the one that did not, but heard so much negative about sex. The best sex is between husband and wife that can can connect mentally, physically, and emotionally. You have to put all the negative things behind you and learn to embrace the beauty of sex. That's the beauty and the best part of sex between a husband and wife when they have gotten to that level where they have learned to embrace the beauty of sex. Be proactive in finding ways to meet each other need. If you're always too tired, okay, ladies, I'm talking to ladies because y'all know this is women podcast. If you're always too tired because you are busy, then I would say you are too busy. Start prioritizing your life. Don't put sex on the back burner. I'll say that again. Don't put sex on the back burner. Sex is all about serving one another by meeting each other's needs. The marriage bed is supposed to be the most respectful and sacred place in our homes. I think when it is an issue and we always accept that and have that in our mind and never work on improving our desires, then we we become immune to not having that desire and never change. It just become a way of life. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't desire sex. I don't want sex. Oh, I just don't, I just don't have the desire for it. Then after a while, you pushing your husband off or you got an excuse after a while, he, he just accepted. So you're living a sexless life, married life. The only way to have balance with sex is to be open to communicating. You have to communicate. Because if not, it's just gonna your marriage is just gonna be based on assumption. He assuming you don't want him. You assuming he wants sex too much. So there's no communication. This one pushing the other one off. That one pushing the other one off, and no one getting anywhere. And after a while, there is no sex, and it doesn't even bother you because. You just, uh, it just have become a way of life. So communication, communicating is so, so essential. If one is always the initiator, the one who always wants sex, talk about it to see why. Why he always the initiator. Why I never as a woman initiated, or why I'm always initiating and he never initiated. That's something need to be discussed. That is that is serious as to why one person 
is always the initiate. And it could be some something as simple as the other person never give the other a chance because they are always one. Well, I would initiate it, but I he don't give me a chance. Every time I turn around, he want it, he want it, he want it. So it's um that need to be something of balance um and figure out okay let me tell let me talk we need to communicate okay you always initiate i want to be i want to sometime initiate but you don't ever give me a chance so that's something that need to be that's something that need to be discussed and it could be you as a woman could just not find it as pleasing and exciting due to things that might have happened as a little girl the mentality of growing up with not letting someone touch your body. All these things we heard growing up, not let someone touch your body. Sex is nasty. And it could be that your sex drive has de- decreased due to age or physical condition. And sometimes, you know, we as grown women, I hear, girl, I, I got too old for that. I, if you start listening to the mentality of people, concerns, then you, that'll become in your mind. Oh, it's okay if I don't want it. Oh, it's okay if we only have sex once a month, once every six months, once every blue moon. Because people our age, you know, they're not really, oh, I'm in my 50s. Oh, I'm in my 60s. And people, they're not really having sex like they was having sex in their 30s and their 20s. So you start be, um, be listening to that and believing that, and then you become comfortable with that and you'll say, oh, yeah, my sex drive has decreased because, you know, I haven't gotten older. And sometimes it could be a physical condition. Regardless of what you might say is the reason God made sex and he want us to enjoy it. The solution is to identify the issue. If there is one and talk about it and come up with a solution to fix it. It could possibly be that you need to talk to your doctor. I'm talking to ladies now. It could be it could be something you need to talk to your doctor. Well, I don't enjoy, but I had gone ahead, but I don't really enjoy sex, or it just don't feel good, or it hurt, or it's it's not satisfying, or then that then that that is an issue. That might be something that you do need to talk to your uh your uh your doctor about. If we continue to find an excuse guess what? We will always have one. Pray and tell God that he created sex and you need him to change your mindset. If you're not being fulfilled by your husband, ladies, remember I'm talking to ladies and I'm not picking on us. I'm talking to all of us. If you are not being fulfilled by your husband, you need to let him him know and let him know in a way that will not destroy him. We know this is one thing that identifies to a man that he is a man and that's his sex drive. So we have to be careful how we approach the issue. Uh, We can't be too harsh. We have to pray and ask God to lead us and the way to have that communication and the way to talk so that he won't feel that you putting him down because see we as women we have several things to identify us as being women we have peers we have a baby we have breasts there's a lot of things that we that we have that to identify but to men 
is that sex drive. It's that thing called a penis. That is it that makes them know that they are man. And they will that that's in their brain. So you have to be wise in the way you approach him. That's why building up communication is so important and talking. And and don't just be abrupt. Uh you might have to lead up to this. You know what I'm saying? You have to, t- you have to, t- you have to tell them what you like. You know, you have to tell them what you like. Don't sit and act like you're satisfied because guess what? If he's doing something and you acting like that's good, guess what? I want to hear somebody answer that. He gonna keep on doing the same thing because he n- thinks and believe in his. Oh, this really turned her on. Oh, this really she really love when I do this. And that could be the very thing that you hate, but that's unfair. That's unfair to you. That's unfair to him. It's very important that you talk about it. Don't walk around and there's an issue and you won't even talk about it. Or you're not being fulfilled and you won't talk about it. No, you're not destroying him if you use wisdom in the way you uh, approach him. It's okay to let your husband know what you like and don't like. In the bedroom, there are no limits when it involves you and your husband. And if the two are you are comfortable with whatever y'all do, whatever position y'all take, what however you do it or whatever, it's okay long as it involves the two of you. It is okay. The question, people, you all would be surprised at what questions, emails, things that I get, and 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 that and that's what that's what I'm here for. And I'm not an expert. Oh, I am not an expert. I am not an expert. I have to keep saying that. I'm not an expert. I'm just being obedient to what I feel that God is leading me to do. When you make yourself available and you pray and you tell God, I knew when I retired, I didn't want to be a couch potato. I didn't just want to sit around. I wanted to, I wanted to do things that would bring glory to him, help others, fulfill my purpose so that I could be satisfied. So this is this is the way he has led me. This is this is the way he has led me. But and people, um, and I want people to because I I I consider myself a transformation coach, uh, helping women to transform their lives when it comes to anything pertaining to marriage, family, whatever the issue might be. Not that I'm an expert, but I can give them uh, godly advice. And people would love to ask this question: How often did you and your husband? Supposed to have sex. <laughs> that is a question that you and your husband only have the answer. It is as often as the both, both now of you want to. You might say you never want to. Then you need to make sure your husband's needs are being met. If your husband have a physical need, with being able to perform, he still have a duty to be intimate with you. And 
it is unfair for you to accept the fact, oh, you know, my husband got these issues, that issue. Have you you all ever evaluated to find out what the issue was? And don't let people tell you nothing about age. Oh yeah, you 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 get seventy. Oh girl, oh yeah, he when he gets seventy, oh no, y'all ain't gonna be able to do that. Oh, he gets sixty, y'all ain't not gonna be able to do that. Okay. Don't get that mentality and don't get that mentality in your head. I don't even I don't even allow that mentality to, to get in my head. Don't uh-uh. No, that's not that's not that's that's not always true. But if there is an issue, and if there is a lack on his part, don't just say, Oh yeah, he didn't got to that age now. He didn't get to that age now. That's what that is. Don't accept it. Find out. Research. Go to a doctor. See. Change your diet. A lot of a lot of it has to do with foods that you eat, uh, vitamins that you take. And then when they got all these different drugs on the market that's supposed to enhance men's sex life, all those things, they need to go to a doctor. All those things men can't take. Men are having heart attacks for taking all these different things that um trying to get an erection and they trying to they trying to get an erection and they and they're affecting their heart. So it's best that you go, go to a doctor, you all talk about it, be honest, talk about it, don't accept it and say, Oh, well, we're not having sex because you know he have this issue and I just got used to no, that's unfair to you. That's unfair to you that your husband not meeting your need. You need the two of you need to be intimate. Regardless, that's why communication is so important. He still have a duty to be intimate with you. He, let me say it again, he still have a duty. To be intimate with you. And if the two of you accept this as an excuse, you will begin to live the roommate marriage and never be intimate and be okay with that, which is not God's design. Imagine Sarah and Abraham. Y'all know I have went all the way back on y'all. We talking about Sarah and Abraham. Imagine how not only were they sexually active at an old age, but she became pregnant. She be, she she became pregnant. This lady, this this man then in then released sperms into this woman. They were old, okay? Sarah was 90. They were old. Have I God changed? Is I God? Have I God changed? I know we eating different types of food now, and all these additives in our foods, and all of that. Things are different, but think about it. God created sex for marriage. Remember, sex is a vital part of a healthy marriage. And it does not start in the bedroom. It begins with those open conversations and communicating. Use the I statement that I always like to say. Use, use the I statement. 
what can I do that that will fulfill your need? What can I do? What can I do? I always use the I. Don't say, oh, you ain't doing this, and I don't like this, and no, I don't want this, and I don't that. No. When people's sex life is off, their marriage is off. I don't care how appealing appealing that marriage look. It is it, it is not all it is not together. It is not together. When their sex life is off, because that's the difference in being married and not being married. That's the way God created it. So if sex is that important. Because a long time ago, when people when they got married, when they got married in their culture, the way the the way the marriage was consummated was with the act of sex. They had to perform sex, have sexual intercourse. That is what consummated the marriage. So that lets you know that it is so so important, ladies. Always be creating. Get away sometimes together just to get away from the distraction of life. Y'all know we living in a noisy society. There's a lot going on. And we sometimes just need to get away from the phones, from the emails, from the text messages, from the podcast, from the it's so much noise out there and the distraction and focus on ourselves as married couples focus on our marriage how can we take our marriage to the next level no matter how great a marriage you have there is still room there's still space for a thriving marriage you want a thriving marriage you want a thriving sex life you don't want just something mediocre you don't want just some oh just to say i had sex or just to say Oh, it's been two weeks. Oh, I, I guess I guess I better put it on the calendar. Oh, I guess I better. But it's one that when you first got married, how you couldn't wait to hear your husband's voice, how you couldn't wait to see him, how you couldn't wait for him to touch you. And it's amazing how that very thing we had to fight for those who tried to live a saved life. A lot of people will say, but still, they, they still had sex before marriage. But for those that God kept, and they'll tell you it wasn't easy. They had to fight. They had to fight. The temptation was there because that's how powerful sex is. So if it was just that powerful, then guess what? It's still just that powerful now that you're married. Now that you're married, you still got to fight to make it a thriving marriage. Married ladies, I hope that I have said something that you will be able to take and use it in your marriage that you would that will cause your marriage to be a thriving marriage i want you all to remember to go be great and try to leave a person better than you found them you all have a great rest of your day remember you can find me back here every second and fourth Wednesday of each month where we talk all things marriage. If you didn't hear the last one where, we're t- where I talked about getting your house in order, that's a very, very important one that I think will benefit whether you're married, single, or whatever. It talks about getting your house in order when it comes to insurance, about wheels, and all of those different things. So go back, ladies, and listen to that. And if you're a part of Facebook, find my group if you're not in the group. 
women majoring in their marriage. I post in that group every day something encouraging or inspiring. If you have something that you want to put in there that's encouraging and it has to be something positive, you're welcome to post in that group that will help benefit other other ladies in the group. So find that group if you're not a part of women majoring in marriage. Women majoring in their marriage. That's the name of the group. Women majoring in their marriage. So ladies, you go, be great, and enjoy, enjoy the rest of your day. Yours truly, Janice Van. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Women Majoring in Marriage podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to like, subscribe, leave a review or comment. You know, all that good stuff that helps other folks like you find the podcast. Please come back every month on the second and fourth Wednesday for new episodes. You can also find Janice on her website, www.janicevance.com, where you can order her book, Women Majoring in Marriage. And for more fun content, be sure to check out our Facebook group at Women Majoring in Their Marriage. Also, if you have any questions or would like to reach out, feel free to send us an email at themarriagemajor at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.